who's invested in Tech 411 and has a new gadget? And who's going to rain on his parade? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 159. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. In an effort to keep relevant and understand exactly what you, the listener, wants, I decided to pre-order the iPhone 7. I woke up early in the morning, about 8.30 a.m., and before I left for the Mike O'Mara show, I said, I'm going to buy this phone. And by this phone, I mean the phone in my hand right now. It's an iPhone 7, and it's in matte black, 128 gigs. And I got to tell you, Todd, it's the first time I've ever pre-ordered in some time. And I actually had to stand in line when I went to the Georgetown Apple Store to receive my pickup. So you stood in line. You're excited for this. I know you've been having trouble with your iPhone 6, and it, it was time to upgrade I want to get into the details. I know you brought the phone. You haven't even set it up yet. We're going to do an official unboxing. But before we do that, Oscar, I want to play the keynote for the iPhone 7. And here it is. Most companies strive to make their products better. But at Apple, we pride ourselves on thinking different. That's why with the iPhone 7, we've done something that at first seems counterintuitive and then is. We've made it worse. We removed the headphone jack. And that's all. That's the new, that's the newness right there. It's just the lack of a thing that was there and now it's not. It's gone. It's not there anymore. Ta-da! Ta-da! So uh, that is the big news, the iPhone 7. Um, I'm sure everyone who's listening wants my take on this. You know that Oscar and I are, are huge Apple fans, but I've been debating about whether I want to get the iPhone 7 or switch back to an Android phone. Um, and I'm going to give you all that information in this podcast. But first, why? Did you buy the iPhone 7? I'm glad you asked, Tomo. Uh, I had that same question for myself when I was pulling the trigger. And it's interesting. This is the first time as well that I didn't buy the phone outright. I opted for the Apple upgrade plan, which is essentially leasing the phone, which allows you to upgrade to the next uh, version of the phone when it comes out. And I did the math. I'm going to pay roughly $120 more. Uh, for the phone in the span of two years uh, rather than just buying it outright. But I also, they give you a perk within this Apple upgrade plan that you pay a monthly fee for. They allow you to purchase the Apple Care at a discounted rate that comes with the actual fee. So it's already taken care of. It's pretty impressive, and for dollars, and at the rate that I upgrade these phones, it just seemed like the smarter choice. But it's the first time I ever felt like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not buying this phone outright so I can keep my Verizon Unlimited. It's simply a lease plan that allows me to do that. Uh, the reason why I purchased it was my iPhone 6, whether it's because of the beating I've given it over the years, uh, or the time I dropped it in a puddle, or the time I cracked the screen, 
uh, is really not performing at the level that I am accustomed to. And then anybody that's been through this really smartphone cycle, there is a time where you, you get within your phone where you're like, eh, it's really a lot slower. The battery isn't really recharging and holding its charge for uh, the amount of time it should take to charge and it, the amount of time it should actually keep its charge. Um, so it feels like this phone in my hand right now, because I've beaten it up so much, is dying. Well, we just pulled out the iPhone 7. I'm looking at it right now for the first time, and there's no headphone jack, of course, but there's two speakers at the bottom. So I know the stereo capability is, is a new feature here. Um, in the box, we have your standard USB charger, your lightning cable, and a headphone set that is for has a lightning port on it that you can plug in. So it looks like the same style um, earbuds. earbuds, yeah, uh, that, that you had before, but they can go into the lightning connector. Uh, now, what's interesting is I thought the stereo speakers, and you're looking at the bottom here, they put both on the bottom. I thought they were on the left and the right side of the phone so you could listen landscape. Maybe they, that's the plus. Do you know? Uh, we'd have to look quickly online. Uh, a lot of people ask me why I didn't go for the plus, and they're asking me online now, and I appreciate the questions. I'll, I'll tell you that uh, my, uh, the, I think the majority of, of my social circle has the plus. And every time I pick up that phone, and I know that the iPhone 7 Plus really gives you that camera capability that uh, everybody's kind of curious about, but the phone is just too big for me. And we make this joke on on uh, Big Owen Dukes or, or the Michael Mayer show, but really Big Owen Dukes about the skinny jeans. The skinny jeans, just the iPhone 7 Plus or the Plus edition of any any phone. It's just too big to put in your pocket. I think that may be the case. Maybe my pants are too small for the Plus, and it's just not comfortable. And I don't really feel comfortable speaking into the headset that's the size of my face. And people will say, well, Oscar, why don't you just use headphones? I, I, for some reason, every time I, I talk to someone when they're on their headphone or their headphone mic, they sound like they're at the bottom of a trash can. And I have to say, hey, are you on a, are you on a headset? And they said, yeah, why? And I said, can you just pick up the receiver? And, and maybe it's the audio following me, but, but again, if you've got your, your earbud in and you're on the Metro and you're having a conversation, A, it's rude. B, the person on the other line really is not understanding what you're putting down. Let me just give you an update because I've been searching the web. The speaker grills that you see here, the two speaker grills, one is fake. They lead to nowhere. It, this is not a stereo speaker. You have the uh, iPhone 7, not the Plus. So that's just for aesthetics. There's, no, there's not even two speakers here. And they removed the headphone jack, and there's not even two speakers. Now I want to give you my conspiracy theory on this, if you're ready. So there's two things I really don't like about this new phone. By the way, aesthetically, it is beautiful, and the finish is beautiful. I love the – this is a matte finish for uh, the black phone. It's really pretty sexy. I'm not going to lie. This is a, a very good-looking phone. Now, here are the two things I hate about it. Well, now it's three because the speaker <laughs> – it's a lie, right? This is a lie. 
this stereo speaker is a lie. So there, there's one that I just found out. Two, they took out the headphone jack. Three, they've changed the button. Now, the button used to be mechanical. It's no longer mechanical. It is just a sensor, but they put a taptic engine so that when you put your finger on it, it's supposed to feel like you're actually using a mechanical button. Now, here's my conspiracy theory. What I believe Apple's doing, and you can say it's for waterproofing, but I'm going to disagree. They're doing this because they want to stop all of the support things that go wrong with the phone. So what are the most common issues with the phone? Uh, well, the mechanical button breaks a lot. And by putting in a non-mechanical button and faking it with a taptic engine, that gives the illusion it's mechanical. Save Apple in support costs, in my belief. Now, the headphone jack is another problematic area. It's this mechanical thing that can break off. It can get damaged very easily. By just removing it completely, that's going to save in support costs. So really, what Apple, I believe has created here, it's a very good-looking device. Not going to lie about it, but it's going to save Apple a lot of money when it comes to support because there's less mechanical things that will break. Your thoughts? I don't know. When um, when the tide shifted, when, was it when you went out to uh, Google headquarters or when you decided to get an Android for a, a cup of coffee until you switched back. But this phone is exactly what we've wanted for years, outside of the better battery. Allegedly, it has a better battery, but I'm talking about a bigger battery that'll last for days, right? In my estimation, is simply an evolution of the product. People hated when, you went, when we went from records to cassettes. They didn't understand why that happened. They actually protested it in some spaces. And Rob Spiewak from the Michael Mayer Show continues to do that. Then from cassettes to CDs, people freaked out. Now we just have digital files. This is a simple evolution of hardware. The headphone jack needed to go, and they said, we're going to be the ones that do it, and we'll be thanking them five years from now. Well, that's what all the um, Apple fanboys do say, uh, that... You know, and, and, and to your point, Apple has always cut out hardware they deemed unnecessary before anyone else. Whether we're talking about the floppy drive, they were the first to remove the floppy, they were the first to remove the drive. And, you know, going back in time, everyone was upset when they did that too. Uh, so they are definitely folks that will push change. Uh, and they have been right up until, I believe, this this actual device because the headphone jack, no, I don't, I don't want to deal with, we've talked about this before, but I never charge my Bluetooth headphones. They're always dead. And I want a wired connection. I need to have a wired connection. And that's what I use at the gym. That's what I, I use Every time I'm having a phone call, I never trust Bluetooth. You know, if you're uh, someone like Rob Spiewak, who really is an audiophile, you'll know that Bluetooth doesn't sound as good. And from everything I've heard so far, the, you know, these um, 
ear pods sound just the same as the the wired ones do now. Uh, we're still waiting to hear more about that, but I got to be honest, I think that Apple uh, cut this technology out way too soon. You said five years. They should have waited five years. Look, I think those are all great points, and only time will tell. But my logic is that clearly they bought Beats a few years ago for a reason, and it just was, hey, we need to buy the talent and the Beats software from Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. I really feel like this vertical integration of now I understand the hardware side and the hardware play from Apple. These wireless earbuds, they really probably built upon what Beats had brought to the table. So if they're going to bring, and it's also interesting as far as branding is concerned, if they're going to bring that Beats um, technology to the Apple ecosystem, they're also going to probably bring the Apple technology to the Beats ecosystem. So the idea that you will take out your earbud and the headphones will shut off, when you have a wired or unwired product, when you put it down, it knows when to shut off. So that's smart battery technology. I think that in the long run will make these products more user friendly. That and that that'll it'll really it'll uh, the idea of oh I gotta charge my my earbuds every day just like I do my phone will not become as as much of a, of a pain point that that it currently is right now. Because right now I get it. I'm gonna forget to charge these. And I'm not going to have headphones. Just to recap here, no headphone jack. And you can drop it in the toilet. We didn't talk about that. It's waterproof. So you can drop wa drop it in water for a limited number of time. I think I forget what they call the standard. But that is another reason why they probably got rid of the mechanical switch. You know, people have said that the, the headphone jack is tough to... To waterproof and then i've heard the other side it's really not um we know samsung has been doing that with their products so i don't think that's an excuse i don't think removing it had anything to do with waterproofing i don't know why they did this to be honest there's a fake speaker grill here and that bugs me that you know <laughs> this is johnny ives just going nuts i think just like uh, that that fake audio you just heard Again, I mean, the phone, it looks similar to the iPhone 6. It, I do love the finish on it, but, you know, they say the processor's twice as fast, so that's pretty cool. Um, I got to be honest with you. I, I couldn't recommend the Note 7, which, by the way, <laughs> is blowing up. So I hope everyone listened to me. Like, it's catching uh, cars on fire. It's burning six-year-old children. Oh, no. Samsung did a total recall on that. So when I say don't buy the, the Note 7, I hope, I hope you listened. And I'm also going to say don't buy the iPhone 7. You're a real friend, Todd Moore. <laughs> Let me say this. A, I don't recall you saying don't buy the Note 7. What was your take on that? My biggest uh, complaint about the Note 7 was it did not, they did not come out and officially support Daydream, which is the spec for virtual reality. Um, I'm looking forward to the new batch of Google Nexus. Well, they think they're going to be called Pixels. Um, the new phones coming will be Daydream compatible. That means you'll be able to use the latest and greatest VR with your smartphone. It'll be very portable. It won't be like 
uh, my uh, HTC Vive, which you know requires a 20-foot cable. This will be a portable thing, and I think Daydream is um, really going to be exciting. And I was, you know, we've talked about this on the previous show. I was hoping, I was hoping Apple would embrace VR, virtual reality. They would embrace um, the future and they would show us how to do it right. You know, I was really hoping since they, they showed us how great a retina display is. I really thought they could be on the forefront of VR and say, here's how it's going to be done. And we figured it out and we're going to have VR headsets and everyone's going to love it. They talked about, um, a faster, you know, processor, they talked about uh, bigger storage options. Uh, they go up to 256 gigs now. Um, this is all incremental. And then, and then they try to convince us, you know, they needed to remove the headphone jack to put in a Taptic engine because they wanted to get rid of the mechanical button, which, by the way, I hate. So uh, I just, why? anyone would upgrade an iPhone 6 to a 7. Maybe a 6S. Um, if you had a 6S, I think you, you should just stay. Stay your course. I believe that they're going to make a mistake. Of course, there's going to be the fanboys that buy. All, you know, they're just going to buy whatever Apple puts out. And that's always, that's always the case right now. But I think... You know, I'm going to jump to Android. I said I would if they took the headphone jack. I'm sticking to the story. I'm switching to Android, not doing the Note 7, going to wait for a Daydream-compatible Android phone. And that's my take on this. Yeah, I cannot recommend the iPhone 7. All right. Now that he's done with that, the phone itself, and I just tried the Taptic Engine for the home button, it feels pretty intuitive. It's not bad at all. And I thought I'd have um, uh, a more unpleasant reaction to it. And by that, I mean when I had my Apple Watch, which I still currently have, when I push that Taptic engine down, it is a lot clunkier. This, this, this is much smoother than the, the version one Apple Watch uh, tap currently used on the watch. And as far as the headphones are concerned, I would be remiss if I didn't add that I'm excited for the wireless earbuds to come out. Not just because um, I'm excited for that technology, but, uh, but I also believe that this is the first time, if I'm not mistaken, that they're using silicone in those earbuds, which means that it's just the beginning of these products that are going to have you know, chips in them, which is awesome. And I think it's great. And I think everybody wins. And the third point I want to make is this, is this is really an opportunity for the iPhone to get back on top because unfortunately Samsung had their missteps as Todd mentioned with the battery situation that nobody could have seen this happening. And much like uh, I want to say four or five years ago when there was AntennaGate with the iPhone, a lot of experts are comparing that market deviation or switch to what's happening now with the batteries and the Samsung products that individuals that maybe were going to upgrade their Samsung products, eh, I'm going to go with Apple. That, that's old faithful. Uh, my, my girlfriend, my hot new girlfriend isn't doing what she used to do. Uh, we're going to go back to old faithful because at least she took care of business. 
not quite sure what that analogy was about with a hot new girlfriend. You got a new girlfriend, but no, Samsung was the new girlfriend for a lot of Apple users. They switched to Samsung because it became trendy. Uh, after Antenna Gate, Antenna Gate, they decided to go to Samsung, but now the hot girlfriend cheated on them, so they're going back to Apple. Okay, so like the Samsung made a phone, and now people are dying. Yeah, and they're going to switch over to iPhone. Um, yeah, which is good. Good. Like the Note Seven is a disaster. This is going to really hurt Samsung. If you had to go out and buy a phone today, I would buy an iPhone Seven as compared to a Note Seven. But I think if you can just wait one more month, just wait until October. We believe that Google's going to come out with these new bat, the new batch of phones. And I am, uh, I really like lately. I, a seven O was just released. I was a big fan of six O. Six O finally addressed, and I'm talking Android six O finally addressed all the issues I had with Android, the operating system. So seven O just makes it even better. And they just released it. And I, you know, I would wait a month. I would wait a month if you could. I just can't recommend this phone. Like, you're going to miss the, the, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss being able to plug in. Just like you remember that clip I played at the beginning of the podcast, Oscar? I used my phone. I used my phone with, and I plugged it into the, the mixer board here and I pushed play. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? Oh, you have a little adapter. I got it. You got a little adapter. You won't be able to charge your battery, your battery though, while you're doing that. Like I like to charge my battery for a good, you know, this show goes on for an hour and a half. You're really going to play for that long without a battery? Come on now. You can get Belkin like crazy dongle to charge your phone and play audio. I don't want to sound like um, like an old man that's just not ready for change, but uh, uh, I think this is too soon. It's too soon. Look, you may be called, uh, you may call me old fashioned, but I'm a dongle guy. Like I will take a <laughs> dongle any day. Give me a solution, I'll get it, and I'll play it. Uh, how is this going to affect? And I was just curious. It just hit me. Your overall portfolio of apps. Uh, you know, white noise uses sound. How do people usually listen to white noise? What is their how how do they how do they execute that? Do they put headphones on and sleep? I don't think people really do that, do they? So it's a mix because some like if you're going to listen to binaural beats, you have to be wearing headphones. So, but most people I feel use use the speaker and they turn it up as much as you can. So with white noise, I optimized it for the iPhone speaker to be as loud as possible. Um, so good point. Like, you know, how's it affect battery life? If you're going to use Bluetooth the whole time, obviously it's going to use more battery, uh, in that regard. So I don't know, man, I, it's, I just pressed your home button on the iPhone seven and it felt like the whole device became a button. It was weird. Like the whole bottom of the phone felt like I was pushing it in it just it seems awkward to me. I don't like the button. I don't like the button. I, I don't know what to say. I don't like the button, and I don't like that they took away the, the headphone jack. Quick disclosure as we wrap up this conversation of love iPhone 7. Uh, the matte uh, finish, it is, and I know because I saw the videos. That's why I said on Facebook, don't send me the videos of the matte phone being scratched. It's, it is very easy to scratch the matte finish on 
the iPhone. So if you're thinking and you're the type of person that doesn't run around with a case and you just want to walk around with a naked iPhone, the matte finish may not be for you. The piano finish may be the finish you want to get once you go with the new Google phone that's called Pixel, allegedly, or the iPhone. All right, so that's it. Oscar is all in on the iPhone 7. It, it does look beautiful, but he's just going to slap a case on it because gonna the glass will break if he doesn't. So all that beautiful finish is really not that important, is it? Because you're just going to put a case around it anyway. So regardless of whatever phone you have, you always have apps. And it's time for Apps of the Week. All right, my app of the week is available on Android and is available on iOS. I uh, I just recently became a homeowner, and you're going to say, yeah, we know, because I talk about it all the time. Well, I'm just loving it. I'm sharing with you. So you find really assets that, you, that can actually help you with the process of being a first-time homeowner or, uh, or moving into a new neighborhood and trying to get the lay of the land. There is a service called Nextdoor, and Nextdoor is on both your desktop and mobile, but their app allows you, depending on where you live, to log into a virtual uh, community or social network for just your neighborhood. And on the app, it was really skeptical initially on downloading and sharing information, I can tell you now that I'm happy I downloaded it. I know what's going on in my neighborhood, whether it's a looky-loos posting on here, letting us know that there's this uh, suspicious vehicle around the corner that's been parked there for days. It's probably just some owners and the guy's being creepy. Or B, a lady the other day said, does anybody want a baby grand piano? And uh, she had on the third floor of her brownstone. She just said, whoever wants it can come get it. You just got to have it professionally moved out of my house. And you may be wondering, well, Oscar, what good does that do for you? Well, A, if I was ever in the market for a baby grand piano and I needed one, I could pick one up because these wealthy people in my neighborhood give away stuff. A, B, if you're looking for a contractor that's certified, that's done work in your neighborhood, they share contractors on there. So when you call someone after the fifth uh, conversation, they say, oh, where do you live? They don't, they don't tell you to kick rocks because they don't service that area. It saves you time by having people, by word of mouth, and it's, this isn't Yelp, simply let you know that these contractors work in the area. So whatever you're looking for, whether it's a babysitter or somebody to do your AC, you can get a list right there on nextdoor.com. It's absolutely free, and it only allows you to uh, really get into your own neighborhood because they verify that you live in the neighborhood. Pretty cool. And what's that? Next door. All right, very good. I have a game for you. It's called Six. Six exclamation point. Oscar's here with me. I'm going to play it right in front of him. It kind of looks like Tetris. You start out, you're popping these different blocks, and you're trying to get this, um, your player icon, which is like a hexagon. You're trying to get it down as far as you can go. My best score so far is 500, but I'm doing pretty good right now. Kind of fun. You tap and you break all these blocks. It's uh, one of those minimalist games that was featured by Apple because because of that, because Apple features everything that's minimalist. Uh, but that's it. 500 is my score to beat. It's called Six with an uh, with a exclamation point. And you can download it on iOS for free.
Now, six, I just, I got a, you know, a play-by-play as Todd was playing uh, when he was describing the app. Uh, this isn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't recommend it uh, as, as highly as I would recommend Next Door. <laughs> but I will say that I'm intrigued by the name. Six Sides, Hexagon, I get it, exclamation point. What does that do for SEO as the cops are on their way? SEO, ASO, App Store Optimization. Oh, <laughs> ASO. Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. I don't know what that does. I have no idea. The number six and then exclamation point. Yeah. Is it because no other app would have the number six and exclamation point? It's so easy to find. It ranks right up. So usually when, you know, on, on iTunes, you, you, keep, you have to have a unique name. And so I'm, I'm guessing someone already had six. Mm. So that's why they put the exclamation point. Is yes. that what you're asking? Yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Uh, I just figured that they might have cracked a code or something. It's just something that they needed to do. All right. Uh, a few things to plug. One is, look, uh, we always talk about Twitter. Twitter's dying. And we haven't really given enough attention to Instagram. If you're on Instagram, because I'm sure you are, Oscar F. Santana. All right? Oscar F. Santana. Exclusive content of my house in Rubbles. Or in Rubble. Rubbles. I'm so foreign. In Rubble. Or projects, or when I get a new gadget, it goes there first. Is that fair? Fair. All right. Great. Here's Todd. Since Oscar is all about the Instagram, you can follow me at Todd Tech on Instagram. T O D D T E C H, Todd Tech. And that's my Instagram. And I probably post a photo every month. So, uh, wow. But they're always good, they're like the best. Okay. <laughs> so, you're going to want to subscribe. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of surprised Oscar thinks Twitter's dead and Instagram's the next thing, but I'm going to trust his judgment because he knows social networking, social media. And so you can find me at Todd tech and that's it. That's it for our show. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. Ciao. Ciao. This is the sound. This is tech four one one. The preceding program was brought to you by more broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.